Let's do this. One, two, three. Hey, everyone. Welcome to a brand new podcast show with me and my boy Yasser here. It's called The Tangent. What's uh, the whole point, I think, of this podcast is, one, I had Yasser in the podcast. I was very lucky to have him on. And I think we had such a great vibe and we had such a great time. Like, man, we should do this like our own thing. Absolutely. Not, not just like a guest appearance. And he was all for it. And we started talking about like what we want to talk about. And I think we both love different topics. Mm-hmm. I think we both love to learn. I think I learned that about you, actually, that you actually yeah. love to learn. And I'm sure, and we're like, why don't we do something where we can explore different topics, maybe discuss it, and we might even have different ideas, and maybe yeah. come to a conclusion or something where we can give the most value to you, the listener. Absolutely. So the whole point of the tangent is, because it is a tangent, every episode is going to be different. You might have series, but every episode is going to talk about different things, and this, we're actually going to put our time and efforts uh, people who maybe know the other podcasts, a lot of times I would wing it. This one's actually, we're putting some time and effort. We're actually doing our research. And the whole point is to be able to give you, the listener, some value. Absolutely, man. Um, I mean, thank you, first of all, I for introducing you. me to the world of podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Um, you, you got it on point, man. That's exactly it. We wanted to do something. When you brought me on, I, it felt natural to me. Yeah, it was uh, really cool. We enjoyed that episode, and uh, after that, I was on board for sure. And again, I'm uh, you know th- I'm grateful, um, and I think uh, we can bring a little bit of value to some of the uh, the the oh, subjects, sure. the points out there that sure. may be concerning to people. Yeah, man. So, so what's the, what's what's the first podcast going to tackle today? So our first podcast is going to be about orcas uh, in captivity. Um, interesting topic. Yeah, it is. It's very it really interesting because uh, it touches on a lot of different elements. Like yeah, it's a bit of background. rights and stuff. Yeah, hundred percent. So yeah. a bit of background is, I watch Blackfish, and I saw the guy who did the, the documentary come on Joe Rogan, and I found it fascinating. Right. And I told you about it, and you watch Blackfish, yep. and we did the research, and it's so interesting. Very interesting. And yeah. for those who haven't seen it, do watch the documentary. I think it's yeah. so. It's it's just it blew my mind of. Uh, first of all, I never knew orcas were this intelligent, yeah. of em- emotional intelligence and all that, and the fact that they could actually become psychotic. It's tragic. Very. It's it's such a tragic thing. And you know what? It's for entertainment? Like, mm. really? <laughs> you know? I can understand if it's like to feed mouths. But yeah, yeah. for entertainment purposes? Yeah, it's almost like the days of the gladiators, isn't it? Yeah. yeah it was it's terrible. Yeah. So people don't know what Blackfish is. It's a documentary that was recorded 2013, I think. Yeah. And the whole point was to look at what's happening over at SeaWorld. Ever been to SeaWorld? Uh, I haven't. Yeah. No, I've been to uh, an equivalent in Canada. Marineland? I'm from Canada, Marineland. Yeah. Okay, that one has its own controversy. <laughs> Everybody so, loves <laughs> Marineland. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good jingle. Anyway, so... Um, <clears throat> I mean, so so, we, so the whole point of the blackfish is these orcas in captivity mm. were killing people. People were dying. Yeah. Trainers were dying. We're talking about people who spent their life training orcas are being killed by orcas in, in gruesome ways. Mm. So the whole point of the documentary was to explore that and to show that, you know what, orca whales should not be in captivity. And I think that kind of put the point across. And I think it was a big catalyst in SeaWorld, for example, getting rid of orcas, for Marine Line getting rid of orcas and other things. So definitely yeah. a definitely recommended documentary. What, what, what did you find of it? Because I watched it first, and I told you to watch it. How did you yeah. find it? Um, I, it was definitely touching. Yeah. Um, uh, a lot of the information that I did not have any idea about, yeah. just, just grasping it all from all the people that worked there especially, and uh, some of the experts, you know, yeah. um, on uh, the nature of you know, SeaWorld and how they were keeping these animals captive. Like some of the facts were like mind blowing. The, you know, if you were to take the equivalent of 
for example, Tilikum, yeah. that that orca whale, the, the, main, the main one. one yeah. uh, his so so his size relative to the pool, and then you were to take that, like what what the equivalent of that would be yeah. for a human being? What would it be? You could, it's like a jail cell, wow. swimming pool. Yeah. Imagine you being in a jail cell swimming pool. Yeah. Two point one meters by something by something. I, I don't know the exact numbers, yeah, yeah. but it's unbelievable. So you just can't do that, you yeah. know. And there are so many other facts, like the dorsal fin flopping, the, um, you know, just the, the 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 like you said, the killings, the aggressive yeah. nature. The you know, there's there have been just to touch on some facts. Yeah. There have been over a hundred aggressive acts yeah. by whales in captivity, whereas only one reported. Yeah, so that was in well. nature. <laughs> you was really interested in the documentary. They actually go through the whole list, and I went and actually found it. There's mm-hmm. a there's a there's a website website called freemorgan.org. That's where I found right. it on. And what's funny enough is that SeaWorld and Marineland, all these other com- companies, never talk about these ones. Of course not. <laughs> but there's since 1968 yeah. till 2000, and well, I guess 15. It was the last one. Let me check it out. 2010. Mm-hmm. There is over, and you you said more, but this is the ones this one released yeah. from 1968 to 2010. There's 54 incidents. Which is a huge amount. Aggressive incidents. Uh, aggressive incidents. It's not like one or two. At yeah. first, they were saying it's like the trainer's fault and this is an anomaly. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's very common. Yeah. It's, it's, it's actually extremely common. Yeah. And you can imagine why. I mean, you know, these animals are not meant to be in pools. No, they're not. <laughs> they're, and you know, so, out in the ocean. What's so insane that I found that they have a sense of revenge. Mm. Like the, the, the whales are remembering the trainers, they're remembering the people and yeah. they will take out revenge and they can wait a year or two years and they'll, you know, because they're that intelligent. They're highly intelligent. So it's, it's like in they're, the moment they want to kill you. Yeah. They've actually like planned this. That's a, it's which, which is so mind blowing to me. A pretty scary thing to Very think about, scary. Especially for the trainers. You know, the thing that really got to me, yeah. and I think I mentioned this to you, was, you know, SeaWorld was trying to prove. Um, and still, I think you know. Hold, if you if you go back to their 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 uh, PR stuff, yeah. it says that you don't need professional training to 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 train us uh, an orca. Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> and it's, it's and, a massive. And these trainers are probably doing it for like 10, 20 years are getting killed, but then you're telling people, yeah, but don't get trained. Yeah. And That's it's insane. like, you know, if you don't have the proper training, you can't even. And even those that do have the training, yeah. like you said, are getting attacked and, you know, eaten alive, whatever yeah. was the case. I mean, I, I, I saw four deaths. Yeah. I'm not sure if there were more. Yeah, there, there was more. There's the one, the, the one that was, was, was very, I think, touched me the most was the one in Spain, in Laura Parque, yeah. which was, which is really interesting because like SeaWorld was saying it had nothing to do with them, but they were saying trainers there to train the trainers there. There's affiliations for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure they were making yeah, money. Absolutely. And what was saying said, like this one trainer was actually like the only good one. Mm-hmm. His chest was caved in. So they, they talk, in the movie, they, yeah. they say his wife went and they would only, like when they were doing the autopsy, she was like, had to identify the corpse, oh. it would only show his face. Yeah. They wouldn't show, she, they wouldn't show her body because yeah, his body. I remember that. That's his whole chest, fish, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So his whole chest was caved in. Yeah. So the orcas literally rammed him so hard, his chest caved in. His whole that's that's insane for me. Unbelievable. And I mean, what 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 else would you expect from an yeah. animal that size? Yeah. You know, with the features that it has. Yeah. It's a carnivore. It has sharp, you know, hundreds of sharp teeth. Of course, it's going to do that. A hundred percent. You know. Do, uh, do you want to be interesting? On Joe Rogan, they actually had this this expert, one of the experts. I think this was the guy who made the documentary actually, and they were mm-hmm. talking about there's. There is this kind of so there's this kind of orcas. I forgot, I forgot where exactly, but it only eats Atlantic salmon mm-hmm. or a specific kind of fish. And ever since people have been like fishing more, this orca now this orca colony basically they're dying off. They're stunting in growth. They're very malnutritioned. 
all because then they're not going to change the way they eat. And because oh, sorry, it's Chinook salmon to be exact. Mm-hmm. Um, I just remember that. And now these 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 whole species are going to almost die out. This whole population of orcas who've yeah. been living off these waters for so long just because we've overfished. Another example of human, you know, um, humans ruining part of like an environmental. Uh, harmony, yeah. you know, and it's just it's terrible. It's, it really is. Yeah, you know, something else that I thought was crazy was the life expectancy of orcas. That blew my mind. Go right? Ahead. Yeah, yeah. Like in captivity and outside of captivity. Yeah. All these facts, like put three together, times how can as you much. Even you know, there there was no case. Yeah. But still, SeaWorld put money towards it. They had, I mean, they had people. Uh, putting up podcasts in the you know in, in the, the early 2010s yeah. onwards after all these incidents yeah. happened, uh, I think we we were listening to yeah, one in my car. Just, just unbelievable stuff. How could you even try to you know justify it? Justify it. It's, 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 like, it's literally straight up propaganda. What's so funny yeah. is that they were showing in the documentary, is that. So orcas live up to 100, with some mm-hmm. living longer, where they live longer than humans, right? But yeah. in the documentary, it shows when you go to SeaWorld, mm-hmm. the first thing they tell you is that, yeah, their, their average lifespan in the wild is like 40, 50. So when they're dying at 30, 40 years, actually not that bad. All the facts are, are fake. Yeah, just fake. They made up their own facts. Yeah. And the people that were, were reporting those facts, remember, while we were watching the documentary, you see them yeah. saying it. They themselves on the documentary are saying that this is what's been told to us, as we don't know. Wow. So you're, you're going in there as a young adult, as a child, or even as an adult. Yeah. It's a family, and you don't know these things, so you're taking this information in from these people who you think are experts, yeah. expertly trained, at least you know knowledgeable, and have accurate facts. And you're being fed BS, total bullshit. I mean, it's what's so crazy unbelievable. is that I did like I because I remember going to SeaWorld as a kid, Florida, and that's where Tilikum was. I feel I asked my dad for the footage. Mm-hmm. I feel I saw Tilikum. So yeah. I was a kid. I think it was 2000. Five, six. I was, I was like a young, I was maybe a young teenager, maybe 13, 14, mm-hmm. whatever that was. And I remember going to SeaWorld and I still have like the little memorabilia, whatever it was. I remember seeing orcas. I wonder if I saw Tilikum or was it other ones? You probably did. That's man. crazy. I mean, he was the main attraction. Yeah, he was right? the main attraction. And the, the dorsal fin collapse. Yeah. 100% of orcas in captivity have dorsal fin collapse. Yeah. What does that tell you? Did they find a reason why that is or it's just did they're just kind of saying just cuz captivity There's, did they find actually a biological I didn't read anything yeah, that uh, said anything, anything in particular. I mean, you know, just the way you you know, as as a as a as a, a person that has absolutely no idea about marine animals yeah. other than what I've read recently. Yeah. Just thinking about it, you have a fin, it's something that's upright and then it just kind of curves and drops yeah. over. I'm thinking depression, <laughs> you yeah. know, their version of depression. It's like the body Some reacting. Some sort of an effect, yeah, you know. the body like, reacting yeah, to it. exactly. Do you want, I found, so I did a bit of research on my, and actually even after SeaWorld, all that, I, there's a there's a website called uk.wales.org. Mm-hmm. They have a running diet, like a running counter. So since, as of August 29, 2019, there are still 60 orcas in captivity. 29 were captured in the wild, and 33 were born in captivity. That's basically the numbers that we're getting. So even after all that, there's still a number of whales in captivity. And a big chunk of it is in Russia, I think, mm-hmm. Russia and China. Yeah. Which is which is so very sad because even after all we know, and the you know Western countries have gotten rid of that, there's still countries out there. Mm-hmm. That are doing it. Yeah. And they will continue to. I mean, it's a money-making business. Think about it. Yeah. As a kid, you went. Yeah. And if you hadn't... If, if all this information wasn't, you know, yeah. discovered, obviously you back would have then, taken your kids back in the right? in the nineties and early two yeah. thousand, no one knew about this. So yeah, I can't fault my parents. I can't fault anyone because no one knew. Yeah, everyone thought these whales were happy. 
they're having a great time because they're 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 dancing, they're doing the flips, and they're getting fed, and they're you know. But in reality, they're miserable. Yeah, and you and again, when you when you watch these performers rather than what you know, I'm going to call them performers because they're really not experts. Yeah. Perform yeah, and experts. act and they're tell not you about. Yeah. Oh, they do this and they do that and they're feeding you information. Yeah, it's fake news. It's no, the old true. version of fake news. Yeah. you know, you're you're sitting there thinking, oh, this is a qualified person that knows what they're talking about. No, they're not. You need to know what you what you think is real. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. it's unbelievable. And then the bonds that it breaks in terms of like families, like orca families. Yeah, they're they so very children. social creatures. They're very social. They they are like one of the most social. Um, creatures on earth and yeah. you know it's just to, to break that away uh, a child from a mother orca it's just uh, yeah they were, they were, I was messed reading up I was reading about uh, I was reading this actually this paper here it was quite a good PhD work mm-hmm. and they were talking about how, how orcas will like literally be mourning death for days at an end mm-hmm. they'll feel sadness of losing their child for days at an end and like it will go for weeks and weeks and like these like an orca will not eat yeah. Out of sadness. As do most animals. Yeah. I mean, you know, we are all animals and all of us grieve, you know. And, do, I mean, just wild animals in particular. It's just the way it is. Why do you think human beings, we have a we have this aptitude for doing this? It's not the first time we do this. No. It's not the first time we've, we've, we've hurt animals, we've hurt the environment for our own almost amusement. Why do you think we even, why do we do that? You know, I mean, I couldn't answer that question in a, in a word or two, but I'm yeah. going to say it's it's arrogance, yeah. um, and it's the need to be in control. Hmm. Um, it has to do with our intelligence too. Yeah. I think you know. Do you think we feel because we're the smartest, smartest uh, you know creatures on earth that we have the right to do kind of whatever we want? Do you think there's that? Is that the arrogance? I think we we try to do whatever we can, hmm. um, and so that kind of yeah plays into having the right to do whatever we want, but. You know, it, it all goes back to morality. I mean, it goes back to to uh, laws, of course, but morality and, and, you know, just being aware of other living creatures. I think that's been something that we've been made more and more aware of in the last, you know, maybe five, six decades before yeah. that animal rights wasn't, you know, where it is today. Yeah. Um, and endangered species were just being sort of, you know, identified in the WWE and all that stuff. Yeah. Or WWF, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> WWE. <laughs> but yeah, you, you see, you know, so I think I think it's um, um, a harsh truth uh, of the fact that we can control animals. Therefore, we think mm. we can take advantage of them. Yeah. And that's. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on this. I always think about: it. Do you think us humans? Do you think because we're intelligent and because we like we don't do things out of instincts? If we do something weird, like purposely doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think we have a moral obligation to the planet to take the right steps to intervene when we need? Absolutely, yeah, one hundred percent. If you are a species that is creating a problem, you as a species need to find a solution to that problem. Yeah. And if that means stopping what you're doing because it's just there's no right way to do it, then that's exactly what needs to be done. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I commend, uh, I, I, I big up to everyone who's working on, you know, yeah. protecting any uh, form of life. I uh, agree. Human, animal, you know, plants, the trees, uh, uh, our environment, yeah. the world, whatever it is. Um, if we don't look at it and do something about it, then we will be the victims of a lost uh, for sure and I think right. I, I think I hope so that I think human beings are so to understand that that 
we might think that one species being eliminated is nothing, but actually like reverberates across the entire animal kingdom that will one day eliminate us, right? It's an ecosystem. Yeah. There's a harmony. Yeah. Everything goes with everything. Yeah. I mean, you know, and um, there's uh, chaos, uh, and then there's the harmony that I think puts the, you know, gels, uh, what get, finds, I think, cal like, I don't know, um, calmness in the mm. chaos. and. You can't you can't eliminate one thing and expect it not to affect everything else. That's very true. Yeah. So I think I think this episode is probably a part of our animal rights. We, we I know we mm -hmm. wanted a different series, and I think animal rights is a huge one. Yeah. And I read a lot, and sadly, I think when you look at it, there's only really the mi there's only a minority that are actually taking the steps or like the steps to try to help animals. Like that, while the mass kind of kind of just wants to get through their day. Yeah. How do you think, uh, I'm still trying to formulate my thoughts on this. How do you think people can go about helping the mass? Because there's a, there's a great quote. Have you seen Man Black 1? Mm, yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> so there's a great quote. Tommy Lee Jones' character, Agent K, I think, or I forgot his name. Mm -hmm. uh, says at the time, he goes, a person is smart, people are stupid. Which is like the mob mentality, right? Mm -hmm. So like if you take one individual and you isolate him, be like, all right, do you think there should be animal rights? He'll be like, but when you look at the mass, everyone just kind of wants to live their life and no one's like, oh, I'm not, I don't care about Bambi. I don't care about, you know, free will and all that. Mm -hmm. How can we go about helping people understand so they don't get stuck in that mob mentality? It's hard to get, I, I, I yet have formed my thoughts on this. I think it's important to educate people at a young age mm -hmm. that every bit counts. I think one of the yeah. biggest things that I grew up, deter, you know, that deterred me from doing anything really uh, positive towards any sort of good cause was, oh, what difference am I going to make? Yeah. You know, if me as one person, as an individual is going to try to do this or that, but every bit counts. Every mm -hmm. person's input makes a difference. Yeah. One person can be the reason why that mob mentality switches into a... A positive group mentality, yeah. right? And that actually yeah. makes, and that's happening. It's evident. Yeah, but but for example, so I think like, it works both ways. Yeah, well, but when I was in elementary school, even middle school, I got taught that you should care for your environment, all that. But then, as you, I think it's it's part of the curriculum, right? Mm -hmm. Where you're taught that animals should have rights. And in North blah, blah, blah. America, at least, yeah, yeah. it's there. But then you still have like a, a huge percentage of people who just don't end up when they become adults. They don't care. Mm. What, what, what do you think? Why do you think there's a disconnect? It's just no time. Um, you know, I think it's priorities. I think what people need to be taught even later in life and have to teach their children mm. so as, as a family by practicing. And that's what I you know want to do in my family yeah. is you have to practice what you preach. And if you practice it, then your kids will grow up um, sort of, uh, you know, being in a habit of doing that or at least taking time to think about yeah. it. You know, it's as simple as that. If you show your kids that you're spending even an hour a week, a couple of hours a week on <clears throat> reflecting on issues that are affecting the world yeah. or going to affect the world in the future. And even just, just putting the thought into it and seeing what people are doing and then see how mm. you as an individual or as a small group of people can help with that. Yeah. It makes a huge difference. I think so too. Everything is going to go forward, you know, step yeah. by step for, for the entire group or the, you know, and, and the group will then expand into the community, the community into a nation. And you're talking yeah, about a whole, I like that. You know, an effort. I think, I, I've been thinking about it. I think it's easy when we're not committing the crime 
to say it's someone else's fault and never yeah. be accountable. I don't know. More and more these days, I'm thinking that accountability is like the crux of almost everything. Mm-hmm. All the faults, like, for example, it's like whatever, you know, Joe Plummer in the States, he's like, oh, I'm not the one who's killing the orcas. I'm not the one doing it. So why should I care? Mm-hmm. Someone, that's, that's their job to do. But I think, yeah. I think this is where accountability really comes in if we're all accountable, mm-hmm. right? And even though, like, you could even, even by not doing anything, you are accountable for it right because you because your, your inaction is is actually bad yeah and actually can be very catastrophic doing nothing about a problem yeah. is is, is it's, a problem it's, yeah 100 percent. yeah so i think i don't know if I, I just keep going back to this no matter how i always look at it it always comes down to accountability mm-hmm. one thing though i will say is is what do you think of this like okay you you become a little more let's say um you know enlightened sure. and you start thinking about these issues sure and then you say okay well there's 600 million problems that i would like to solve sure. in this world um and i think the majority of the problems that that people do end up taking steps or taking yeah. action towards fixing are probably the same it's hunger you know, it's first. It's it's sure, towards sure, sure. humans, right? What the, the problems that humans are facing now? So children are hungry. You want to yeah. help them out. You want to donate to causes that are you know educate children that uh, basically eliminate poverty, yeah. maybe help the environment, and then animals. But there are so many other issues that aren't even looked at, yeah. right? 100%. And so it becomes an issue of well, you can't do everything. You can't. And you want to be able to do something, so then you have to end up prioritizing. Sure. And if everybody prioritizes on the same issues, then so many other mm, issues true. are left behind. So maybe there there's a need for an, a global organization. Mm. And I think the UN does that to a certain sure. extent, but I don't know. I, you know, I'd be lying if I said that I did. Um, but to be able to sort of identify, you know, the, maybe the top few hundred yeah. issues affecting the world right now yeah, and sure. make sure that causes are distributed or, or resources are distributed among all of these issues yeah. evenly or at least even in pri- you know in a priority sense so that everything is being looked yeah. at and, and action is taken makes sense for me i look at it like this you even if let's say you're not in a place of power you're not you don't have a podcast you're just an average person you're yeah. a consumer and there's a power in consumers mm-hmm. for example if no one went and watched went, went to sea world yeah. SeaWorld would not use Orcas. No, SeaWorld wouldn't be SeaWorld. Right. The, the market will speak. If no one buys blood diamonds, there's no need for blood diamonds. Yeah. So I think if every individual takes just accountability as a consumer, right. just as a consumer, I'm not yeah. asking you to go on TV, I'm not asking you to be an activist. If you take, if you take accountability as a consumer, mm-hmm. the market will choose, and then these things will be eliminated automatically because the market has chosen 100%. not to go with it. So I think 100%. at least everyone should do that. So the first step would probably be awareness. Yes. Right. So you're trying to get people aware yes. that if you as a consumer don't consume this product or this service, that you will be doing a good, yeah. you know, yeah, thing 100%. to help eliminate yeah. this issue. And I th- for me, it goes back to accountability. People th- try to think, oh, I can't be accountable because I'm not famous enough. But you can just be accountable as you as an individual consumer. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. And these things have to be taken to another level where, I mean, you know, you and I talking about it on a podcast is a great thing. And they sure. are taking it to different levels. But it has to, it has to, you know, what really, really uh, impresses me is what Leonardo DiCaprio does yeah. with his platform on certain environmental yeah. issues. Um, that's the kind of level of commitment a heard voice needs to yeah. portray. You know, I mean, that is selflessness. That is sure. truly something that's 
people out there with voices need to get into sure. it. Sure. Really. Th- yeah, 100%. I think yeah. instead of always just taking like booty pics, maybe the Instagram models can maybe <laughs> like talk about how they support something. Even if, even if 1% of the followers get affected, that's 1% of them we're not going to get affected before you. 100%. And you have children that are very easily, you know, persuaded. Sure. Um, and uh, unfortunately, the big corporate bucks are going towards oh, persuading sure. them to buy toys and ruin sure. the environment as opposed to the opposite. So I guess, um, you know, the, the, uh, the opposite has to happen. And we are all responsible. Uh, this, I think, You're I right. think, yeah. It's I think, accountable. It's yeah, accountability. Coming, I think, yeah, exactly. I think that kind of sums up this entire episode mm-hmm. is that we are, we are an intelligent species. We, we know what we're doing, unlike other species that do out of instincts. Yeah. And we have the power to change our thoughts. We have the power to influence companies. And I think by being accountable just as an end consumer. Mm-hmm. And Blackfish is a proof of that. 100%. The orcas yeah. now, the decrease of that sure. industry and market is oh, a proof exactly. of that 100%. because of everybody stepping up and yeah. saying, what's going on here? Sure. What the hell are we doing? 100%. You know? And uh, hopefully we'll keep seeing that because it, it's it's really actually to, to, when you watch the documentary, you see how intelligent these animals are. Mm-hmm. They're almost human, yeah. like intelligence. And... And like, I would never want that for any human being. So why would you want that for an animal, right? The, yeah. the captivity. And you can understand these things do, have gone psychotic. And it's so many other animals out there, yeah. man. I mean, there's people, I think there's some festival in Asia where they do, you know, terrible things to dogs. And, yeah. The Yulin Dog Festival. Yeah, that was terrible. Just, uh, there's also the, the another documentary I think we talked about called The Cove, mm-hmm. which is a Japanese little fishing village in Japan that kills tens of thousands of dolphins. For meat, yeah. and dolphin meat is actually high in mercury, mm-hmm. so it actually has no beneficial factor. But in their mind, this, this this is where propaganda goes. They think dolphins are are pests that eat their fish, so they're actually doing a justice for the world. Right? They're actually ingrained in that belief. They think they're solving yeah. a problem. And these these highly intelligent animals, who are as, as intelligent as orcas, yeah, or are more. being killed by thousands by the thousands yeah. in, in this out of this little fishing village in Japan, in, in like Japan. Yeah. It's all over, man. There's terrible things happening to yeah. animals and humans alike. I yeah. mean, you know, it's there's there's um, um, you know organized uh, elimination of other you know the, of types of people in the world. That's just it's, it's a sad thing to, to yeah. watch in this day and age. 100%. You know, um, yeah. unbelievable yeah. stuff going on. I think I think we can we can wrap that up. I want people to know that. This is kind of the format I think we're going to go for. Mm-hmm. We're, we don't want to sit here and just spew facts that we just memorize because anyone can do that. Yeah, I think course. we want to give our inputs, our thoughts. Yeah, it's, it's and for opinion. us also, to us as individuals, I think, to come up with our own thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, funny enough, learning about orcas has only infor- enforced my thought of accountability. Yeah. So almost two seemingly dif- different topics but actually are almost like aligned. Mm-hmm. And I think this is this is this is the beauty I think of these kind of podcasts, and I, that's why I want to keep doing every episode. Yeah, is going through that, and then you can formulate so many ideas. And as individuals, you and I, and hopefully the listeners, we can now grow to become better versions of ourselves and more educated. Create awareness, 100%, you know? Create awareness and try to get the idea. Just to, if I can get, if we can get one person to think about something bad or unjust happening to some other form of life, yeah. I think we've succeeded. 100%. That's all. Or even if we just say one person to look at their life, be like, you know what? The decisions I make have repercussions. Exactly. Across different things I need to be accountable for. I can't blame companies. I can't blame governments. i got to blame myself. Yeah. I think then we've done our job. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. I yeah. uh, For first episode, I love that. Great flow. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. So this is uh, The Tangent. 
And we're out. Do make sure, please, to check us. So we're going to be on YouTube. We're going to be on Instagram. That's going to be our main two hubs. Yeah. We'll be put the whole episode on, on YouTube. Okay. The, uh, the, so it's going to be around, I think, 20 or 30 minutes. It's going to be a good amount. Yeah. I think... Uh, Not an overload of No overload. It's, it's, to... it's a nice thing. It's about to pique your interest, to get yeah. you thinking. Yeah. We're not here just to overload you information and just spew yeah. facts. So I think I like the duration. Mm-hmm. I like the I like the dynamic there. So you guys do check us out on, on YouTube. Do, do drop us some feedback. Do subscribe. On Instagram, we're going to be starting there as well. You'll probably see us do some clips, yeah, and drop some you know photos and of our doing a thing, and and we're learning that, about that podcasting. Was, I was just gonna say that. Yeah. that this is my first podcast yeah. as a co-host yeah. <laughs> ever. That's awesome. Man. So I, I you well, know, ter- hopefully my, I'll get better. You're, yeah, you're, you're basically my first co-host as well. So <laughs> so I think it's also we should also document our journey of learning to be podcasters, and hopefully yeah. we can give value to people. Yeah, for sure. Much it, guys. This is the tangent. Yeah. I'm Digital Hoose. Yes, and uh, we're out. <laughs>